0: Welcome to a special episode of the Apple Insider Podcast. This is your host, Steven Robles, and today we're gonna be recapping everything Apple announced at its March 8th peak performance event. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, iAmazing. You'll hear about them in a moment. It was definitely a fast-paced event. Tim Cook opened talking about Apple TV Plus and some of their original content. Some of the movies they released recently, like Coda, has been nominated for Academy Awards. And they showed some teasers of new movies coming, even some new animated movies, which is pretty cool-looking. Movies with Henry Cavill, Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds. So pretty exciting stuff coming for Apple TV Plus original content. But the big announcement was that MLB, Friday Night Baseball, will be coming to the Apple TV Plus service. Every Friday night, there'll be two games, only viewable on the Apple TV Plus service. And again, you can view that on your Apple TV, iPhone, iPad, and all that. And that was kind of the big deal announcement. More details will be coming on that soon. Apple also released two new colors for the iPhone 13 and iPhone 13 Pro. You can get the iphone 13 in a new green color and the 13 pro also in a alpine green version of that so new colors for iphone and the rumors leading up to the event about an updated iphone se and ipad air were in fact accurate they did update the iphone se iphone se got updated with an a15 bionic chip that's the newest chip that you'll also see in the iphone 13 still retains the same design Physical and hardware design still is the 4.7-inch screen size. They did update the glass. It now has the same hardened glass of the iPhone 13 and Pro to help with cracks upon dropping. And it's been updated with 5G cellular connectivity as well. But again, it's still the same design, still the Touch ID home button looks exactly the same as previous iPhone SE model. And the price has now increased slightly to $429 as opposed to the $399, of the previous iphone se still these are good updates to the entry-level iphone and that's the iphone se apple also updated the ipad air and surprisingly rather than updated to the a15 processor apple is putting the m1 chip the same chip that they put in the ipad pro last year in the ipad air so the ipad air will now have the m1 chip updated front-facing camera it has the 12 megapixel ultra-wide camera, so the iPad Air will now have that center stage feature. The iPad Air is also updated with 5G cellular connectivity. Apple also said the USB-C port on the new iPad Air is two times faster. It is not a Thunderbolt port. That is a difference between the iPad Air and the iPad Pro. iPad Pro has a Thunderbolt port, but the iPad Air is still USB-C, just two times faster. And Apple did tease that there is a new release of iMovie with better tools for creators coming out next month the iPad Air still is $599, $599, comes in 64 and 256 gigabyte models, and you can pre-order it this Friday. It will be available March 18th. For those wondering, iPad Air versus 11-inch iPad Pro, what are the differences? Well, you still have the Thunderbolt port only on the Pro, the ProMotion high refresh display also on the Pro only, not on the iPad Air, and the 12.9-inch iPad Pro has that xdr display the mini led display and that's something you don't get on the ipad air but solid update to the ipad air it's probably the ipad most people should buy so that's the updated ipad air then apple went into discussing apple silicon you know we have the m1 chip the m1 pro and the m1 max that was released with the new macbook pro laptops last fall and they've added one more chip to the apple silicon m1 lineup they're calling it the m1 ultra This M1 Ultra chip is for desktop Max, and it's actually two M1 Max chips put together. Some of the rumors talked about it kind of being a double M1 Max chip, and that is true. Apple has developed a custom connection technology. They're calling it UltraFusion. It's a custom packaging architecture is the technical word they use that actually puts these M1 Max chips two together to make the M1 Ultra, and this chip as far as all the graphs and all the specs that Apple said, is an incredibly powerful chip. They said 2.5 terabytes worth of interprocessor bandwidth, meaning those two M1 Macs that are side-by-side in the M1 Ultra can pass data at incredible speeds while still using little power. It behaves like a single chip to the computer. There's 114 billion transistors, most ever in a personal computer chip, 800 gigabyte per second memory bandwidth. And with this M1 Ultra, you can actually get up to 128 gigabytes of unified memory. That would be known as RAM, but Apple calls it unified memory because it can be used across the cpu and graphics process so up to 128 gigabytes of unified memory is available on the m1 ultra it's got a 20 core cpu with 16 high performance cores and four high efficiency cores up to a 64 core gpu and it is eight times faster than the m1 it also has 32 neural engine cores and two video decode engines unlike the m1 max and m1 pro with just that one engine so this is an incredibly powerful chip that apple is putting in a brand new mac that it announced at this event called the mac studio i will get into the details of the mac studio and the new studio display but i'd like to tell you about our friends first at imazing iMazing is an incredible piece of software for your Mac and you can run it on Windows as well, but it's the Swiss army knife of iOS device management. You can do time machine style backups, transfer documents between your iPhone or iPad device and your Mac. You can manage media content, dig into system files, even access device and battery statistics. And I will say, I've used iMazing many times in the past, especially with working with some older iPad devices that you might have laying around or helping friends and family. iMazing gives you incredible access to that device's file system and what's on it that you might not be able to get off with normal backups. So, with iMazing, yes, you can backup your iPhone and iPad safely and wirelessly. You can do it over Wi Fi, but you can also browse the photo library on the device without syncing it. You can even export multiple versions of each photo save and export WhatsApp chats, or even iOS messages chats to PDF, Excel, or plain text. And you can even drag and drop songs and movies from your iPhone to your computer and vice versa. No syncing required. You can even download and install iOS apps and manage the app library on your Mac. iMazing is constantly updated and it's made by Apple fans who enjoy supporting the latest iOS and macOS features. It's fully compatible with iOS 15 and macOS Monterey And again, let me just tell you, I've used iMazing personally for a long time. I think you'll really find it useful. It has some incredible tools you can't find anywhere else. You can get 30% off all iMazing personal license until the end of the month with coupon code APPLEINSIDER30, all one word, when you purchase a license from iMazing.com. That's the letter i I -i I-M-A-Z-I-N-G.com. Use the promo code APPLEINSIDER30 to get 30% off all iMazing personal licenses. Our thanks to iMazing for sponsoring this episode. After the M1 Ultra announcement, Apple then debuted a brand new Mac desktop that they're calling the Mac Studio. You can think of it as a Mac Mini just taller, a little larger, but it's got some incredible ports and IO features. Plus it sports the M1 Max and M1 Ultra chips. So the Max Studio, you can actually see a picture of it in the chapter art right now. It has an SD card slot and two USB ports on the front, USB-C ports on the front, not Thunderbolt. It has those on the back. So SD card slot on the front, two USB-Cs on the front. It's 7.7 inches square. 3.7 inches tall so still pretty compact but definitely bigger than a typical mac mini but this thing has some huge fans to increase the performance of that m1 max and m1 ultra that's why it's much taller than a normal mac mini but on the back of the mac studio is where it really shines there are four thunderbolt 4 ports on the back an hdmi port two usb a ports. so you have usb a built into it Plus there's an ethernet jack on the back. And again, like I said, SD card on the front. So incredible IO and ports on this. It supports 10 gigabit per second ethernet on the back. And again, you can get it with either M1 Max or M1 Ultra chips. Apple says the M1 Ultra is 60% faster than the Mac Pro with 28 cores. There was a lot of comparison to the Mac Pro And Apple actually stated during the event that the last Mac to be updated with Apple Silicon is the Mac Pro, but they said that's not for today. And so I think that's an illusion that we'll probably see something at WWDC. So you can get the Mac Studio with M1 Max chip. That starts at $1,999, so $2,000 for the M1 Max chip, but it goes up to $4,000 to get it with the M1 Ultra chip that ultra chip does allow you to get 128 gigabytes of unified memory and an eight terabyte SSD capacity. I'll mention that pricing again in a second because Apple also announced a brand new Apple display. It's not the pro display XDR. This is actually a much less expensive model display. They're calling it the studio display comes with a stand in case you were wondering, and you can get a stand that just tilts, Or you can get a height adjustable and tilting stand with it. Or you can even get a Visa adapter option. It's an aluminum display. Looks similar to the Pro Display XDR. Apple says it has 600 nits of brightness. There is an anti-reflective coating, three microphone array, and a six-speaker sound system. And Apple says there's actually a spatial audio and Dolby Atmos sound built into the display. It is a 5K 27 inch display so the pro display xdr is 6k this is a 5k and it is slightly smaller 27 inch as opposed to the 32 inch 6k pro display xdr but remember that starts at five thousand dollars without a stand now the new studio display 27 inches actually has an a13 bionic chip inside the display and a 12 megapixel ultra wide camera on the front that actually allows you to use center stage right there on the display Again, spatial audio, Dolby Atmos. It has one Thunderbolt port on the back that you would connect to your computer, whatever you're using with that display. And it has three USB-C ports in addition to that one Thunderbolt port. And in case you were wondering, that's actually the same as the Pro Display XDR. The Pro Display XDR has one Thunderbolt and three USB-C. So it actually matches the connectivity there. The new studio display just starts at $15.99. Again, much less expensive than the Pro Display XDR. A great prosumer or even pro option to pair with that Mac Studio computer. There's also a nano textured glass option for $1899 or $1900. And if you just get the tilt stand it is $1600, the tilt and height adjustable stand is $2000 total. So if you want height and tilt on the new Studio display that's $2000, only $1600 for just the tilt option. Again, great way to pair either with a MacBook Pro An older Mac Mini, or of course the new Mac Studio desktop. Along with the studio display, Apple also announced quote unquote new black and silver magic keyboard, magic trackpad, and magic mouse accessories. That black and silver was actually available with the older Mac Pro when you would get it, you could get that black and silver, but they've now re released it with Touch ID, and you have the new black trackpad, mouse, and magic keyboard. But then that was it. We didn't see anything about Apple VR or AR, nothing about airpods pro 2 but this is a pretty exciting brand new mac desktop called the mac studio and the less expensive studio display it's a great option in comparison to the pro display xdr and the m1 ultra chip which i imagine we will see that again when we see the new mac pro with apple silicon so very exciting event very fast paced we'll go into more detail on friday's episode of the apple insider podcast so don't forget to tune into that and we have coverage on appleinsider.com of everything announced today at the Apple event as well. Thanks for tuning in. If you get a chance, give us a five-star rating and review in the Apple podcast app, and you can even support the show. You get an ad-free version and early access with either $5 a month directly in the Apple podcast app or at patreon.com slash appleinsider. Thanks for tuning in today. We'll see you Friday for the regular release of the Apple insider podcast, where we'll go even more in depth on everything Apple announced today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time.